Hey, honey, can we talk? About what, sweetie? We really need to discuss the parrot you bought. I thought you liked it. I do, but, um, I don't think it's a good idea to have it in the bedroom. No butt stuff. See, right there, that that's my point. That's my point. That's my point. Well, it can do other things. Watch this. Hey, Parrot, play Home Cook Small Talk, episode 24. Play Home Cook Small Talk, episode 24, episode 24. <laughs> DJ Redbeard, DJ Morgz, we're hopping on the mic, cause we're dumb and bored, I got the info, I got the tapes, join us for an hour, cause you're better off late, listen while you're doing your dishes, take a small walk, welcome, welcome everybody for some home cooked small talk. Um, Morgan, and my host host with the most most is, who, who, is, who, Oh, there must be an owl in here. Well, I know a best way to get an owl out. Um, how many licks does it take to get to a center of Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, four, five. Screw this. Ah, okay. Well, now that we got the owl out, how are you doing, Connor? Eh. Weird week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell me about it. What's up? Inclement weather. Yes, indeed. Where Tennessee is set to get their next huge, quote-unquote huge, snowstorm of the year tomorrow. Define huge. Uh, the state, five to seven inches here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, our area, three to five. We recently got downgraded, so I think... We were originally supposed to get like 15 inches, Oof. but now we're getting around 10. Okay. Yeah, those are light numbers. Yeah, the, those are those are manageable numbers as long as they competently plow. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make Definitely. a joke there, but we are a PG show. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, so you got inclement weather coming. Uh, so, do I, so do I. So do I. Um. But yeah, how's work and everything? All that good? Uh, it was a little weird. Uh, this week, we had to do the cereal aisle. Mm. Which, I don't know if you ever paid attention to that, but cereal aisles in most grocery stores are insanely long. They, they are really, really long. Yeah. And that was a pretty much a one and a half day project. Oof, yeah. I got lucky, and my one store got it. This I think the store took pity on me, and they redid fifty six out of sixty four feet of it for me. Oh, nice! Wait, no, they did fifty two out of sixty four feet. Not that that matters that much. So I managed to, after staying late by about three hours Monday, getting my one store done, and then I had two. That gave me two days in my normal other store. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to work someone else's store for someone who wasn't able to get anything but cereal done. Oh, okay. So, fortunately, my territory didn't fall behind at all. That's nice. Plus, I got some nice overtime because I stayed late. Yeah. Three out of four days this week. Other than that, uh, let me think. I played a lot of Stardew Valley. Nice, nice. Played a little Battlefield 2042. Not a lot. Okay. Last night, we played Minecraft for like 15 minutes. That's and always fun. Roblox. Hey, I want to get on the Roblox train at some point. Are you Can you give me your best elevator pitch for it? Okay, so last night, we only joined one server. Mm-hmm. And that server was, no joke, Roller Coaster Tycoon ripoff. <laughs> nice. So, it was a little awkward, because instead of a top-down perspective, you would get from... Roller Coaster Tycoon. Have you ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. This this would be over. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, well, I, I can't explain that anymore. Yeah, so we were we had a third person perspective. Oh. So it was like you were following someone around. Yeah. Who was building the park, which was a little awkward because that's just how Roblox is. Yeah. 
third person perspective and it was kind of awkward too because like you get a plot of land and then someone else in your server further down the road also has a theme park and is building there and so your park is also like permanently saved to your account so you can join other servers and your park just instant spawns hmm and then they rank everyone in the server. So Garrett and I were fighting to see who could make the best park. And then all of a sudden, someone who's clearly put hundreds of hours into their park would suddenly join the server. And we're like, oh. Uh, yeah. We must visit him. <laughs> and then we'd run down the road and visit him. Unfortunately, you can't grief. Yeah. Like They like go through all the menus and stuff to grief. And then it's like, sorry, you can't destroy things in other people's property. <laughs> this um, this sounds like a good idea for a full-fledged game, though, is doing some type of tycoon-based game where it's a shared world with other people. I, I'm surprised they don't really do that much now. Um, but be, because, like, the third person and everything, the first game that came to mind for me was Thrillville. Did you ever play that one? I did not. Oh man, I love Thrillville. It's kind of the similar idea of like Roller Coaster Tycoon, except it was more of like an overall amusement park. And but you played as a third person character, and like once you built it, you got to walk around and play mini games and stuff. There's like a laser tag on that was really fun. Um, but yeah, that was cool. So uh, when we're, when we're talking about Roblox, this is uh, I'm gonna break it down dumb and correct me if I'm wrong because I I'm not into it. It, is it essentially like a game development and sharing kit for kids, like or marketed towards kids? I should say. I know it's fairly in depth. Uh, yeah, it definitely. Obviously, anyone can play it. Yeah. But it definitely seems like it's marketed the most towards children. And it, and it's seen more like a development kit at this point, right? Or like a hub to like play those games. I I just never, never really dive in. Uh, I haven't played Roblox enough to even see if maybe on console you're not even allowed to build game modes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So I don't really know to what degree it's marketed as a you can build your own world sandbox game, but it definitely is marketed as a you can join other people's sandboxes and interact with them and whatnot game. Yeah. So maybe it's console by console, like maybe the PC is where that's big. Because I know, I mean, most of those games are all like user created. Um, yeah which is cool yeah because that reminds me uh fortnite is like trying it its hand at that now pretty successfully but not as big as roblox they they're doing like their creative hub thing which is sounds pretty similar at least that's cool though Has fortnite ever had an original idea no but they have enough money to shove into other people's ideas to like make people forget about the, the other ideas we love it. We we love it. <laughs> so, um, have you have you been playing anything else this week, or is that is that kind of where it stops? Um, off the top of my head, that's the only other thing I've played. Cool. Well, uh, this week, Connor, we're talking about work stuff. I'll bring it back. Um, I got a super confidential email the other day, and it was only confidential for a day. It's already like not anymore, so that's why I can talk about it. But uh, Jenny is just bringing back their Dolly Parton collab, which is sweet. Dolly. Dolly. The only bummer is um you can't you can't buy it in stores anymore like this time around. It's like a whole website thing. Like you got to pre-order the pints online. They ship in April. But anyway, I'm not here to like advertise it. The only reason I wanted to talk about it, which is really cool, <laughs> is um so Dolly I guess is releasing a new album and a book next month. Like, she finally drop in, boys. And um, the cool thing about the Jenny's collab is if you order the pints online, you get an exclusive bonus track that you can only get through Jenny's. Dolly. Dolly. But yeah, anyway. Would it be if the way this collaboration worked is Dolly would just randomly show up at Jenny's and just do a concert in the parking lot? Oh my gosh. I I would have to fly you down. Like that would have to happen if she was coming to my store and we knew about it, you'd you'd be on a ticket down here. What what's the song called? Uh, lyric for um. Let me, let me find out. 
because her album is called Run Rose Run. And the bonus track is going to be Rose of My Heart, I believe. So what you're saying is I'm going to have to acquire a pint of this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and then you could do a beer to table on it. It'd be perfect. It's uh the the flavor is called strawberry pretzel pie. Ooh. It's been here before. It's I I got to try a little bit of it cuz I wasn't working at the time. Like I wasn't at Jenny's. So um I came in and they went uh I got to try a little bit of it. But uh the cool thing uh the I mean the coolest part of this. They even have it in this article. I'm going to be kind of upset if they don't is man they don't anyway um the proceeds go towards her um oh yeah they do have it towards the imagination library like the nonprofit Aww. that she founded uh That's even better yeah so they did that last year i guess this is probably going to become a yearly tradition uh but yeah i love it i think this is super cool so um you, maybe you should pre-order it connor get get that all set up and then we could do a beard to table and if for some reason, actually, baby will probably be here by then. Uh, we could pre-record Beard the Table, and I'll make sure we put out an episode that week. Yeah, so I mean, that flavor is gonna be pretty awesome. But uh, that was that was a big part of my week. It was pretty hectic, lots of training, yada yada. I don't really wanna. We don't need to talk about the rest of it. Snow, snow is approaching. Winter is coming. But uh, the the biggest news for me this week, Connor, is, and I'm I'm ready for some golf claps from you. Um, I beat Metroid Dread. I just there's no there's no golf claps. I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> it was really hard, man. It was a difficult game, but I had a ton of fun. It was awesome. I would definitely recommend it to anyone who likes that style of game. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. I'm moving now. I'm moving on to Bowser's Fury and really diving into that more. So I keep saying next week I'll talk about it, but next week I'll really talk about it. Um, but yeah, in gaming news this week, Connor, we we don't have a ton of stuff, but we do have a few fun things. The coolest thing, which uh, will go into a later segment of the show, is they put, uh, Nintendo put out a new trailer for Kirby f- the, in the Forgotten Land. And it, they announced it's coming out in March of this year. <laughs> so, like, it's almost out. Huh. It's surprisingly close. Yeah. Uh, the trailer was awesome. I'm really excited for this game. And then uh, Nintendo finally put out the English version of that, like, 15-minute Pokemon Legends Arceus trailer. And I think I'm finally sold on this game. <laughs> this might be a day one i don't know i i i know this is always bad but i really want to wait to see what reviewers have to say i know that's so lame i'm like i don't know i'm still so skeptical about it but it looks so cool and i pre-ordered it baby yeah so you're you're on the hype train chugga chugga woo woo you're on the hype train right yes star i'm just game minute to minute gameplay i'm just not sure i'm not sold I, I mean, I think it's cool how you're interacting with Pokemon, but I just want more, like, battle battles, you know? And I know it's a t- totally different thing, so I just need to see what people think, like, if it works for people or not. Like, I, I still might literally be a day one purchase, but I will be a day one purchase after I look at a few of the reviewers I like. <laughs> and you, if you get a lot of time to play it on day one. Fortunately, there are early review copies. Exactly. So I we'll have to see when the embargo lifts. But what do you think it'll take for us to get on the uh, early review copy? Um, list? I think we need a really hot take on a new game. Uh, and get it to go viral on Twitter. Then we make a blog about it, and hopefully we gain traction there. And then after, like, four or five reviews, one of these uh, indie developers who, like, kind of needs needs a big win is going to reach out to us. And then we'll pick up Steam from there. That's my whole theory. What do you think? That's my master plan. That sounds like a lot of effort. Yeah. I mean, we could always just ask them nicely. Um, N- Nintendo? Can we get copies of your games for free to talk about on the podcast? Thanks. Pretty, 
Pretty please. Pretty please. With Arceus on top. But yeah, we'll so give you Jenny's. Yes, yeah, we'll, we'll give you Dolly Parton ice cream. <laughs> Alright, uh last bit of news for this week. It's a it's a twofer. So th- the first of the two parter news, Connor, is that Microsoft is officially done producing the Xbox One. They put out a statement the other day saying after this uh, final production line of the Xbox One X, uh, One S, they are officially done. So you'll be able to find them on shelves for quite a while. But once this line is all sold out, that's it. So it's uh, officially Series X time, baby. And, you know, there's a lot of feelings about that. I'm personally a little sad. It's still hard to find these next-gen consoles, which kind of uh, brings me on to my next point. Sony has announced with the, you know, the chip shortage issue that's been happening for close to two years now. And insiders have projected this whole year also facing the same issues. Uh, Sony has announced that because of the PS5 shortage, they are going to begin uh, doubling down on PS4 production. So Microsoft and Sony are going in completely opposite directions. (laughs) with with their mentality for this i'm very curious to see where it goes yeah i i don't that doesn't make sense to me because heck microsoft discontinued the xbox one x like six months before the series x came out yeah in anticipation of needing those components and sony's just like well we could use those chips to make ps5s or make more ps4s yeah, I mean, they're probably a lot cheaper to make. The The profit is probably a lot higher on those now. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny. I'm, <laughs> when when will we actually hit next gen? <laughs> the world may never know. All I know is I got one, so I, I, I made the curve. But Yeah, all this video game talk has got me hungry, Connor. I think it's time to move on to the main course. Of course. Of course. Where's my horse? Where's my horse? That's our new line on it. And Connor, today I thought we'd switch it up. I have brought my beard to the table. And now it's time for Beard to Table, the show where I dine and review straight from my table to you. Enjoy. And this week, I brought a special little snack. Uh, It is Valentine's themed. I found it in my local Kroger. It is a new, I hope it's new. I mean, I haven't seen it before. It is a variety of M&Ms. Oh, I was going to do this one in a few weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm glad it's happening. Okay, so I brought out the Black Forest Cake M&Ms. Um... All right, let's talk about the front of the bag real quick. So we have the green M&M, the female M&M, uh, holding a tray, a Valentine heart tray, with a slice of black forest cake on it. She's kind of, I don't know, there's a lot of hearts around her and everything. It's a little suggest, uh, suggestive, suggestive, not sexually, more just like, hey, hey, sugar, you know, like literally sugar because they're M&Ms. And then there are a few different colored M&Ms on the um, bag. They're like the Valentine's ones, so the pink, red, and white ones. Um, But let's look at it. Um, I took out an M&M. I took out a red one. It's a little bit bigger than a normal M&M, but it's not that much thicker. You know, it's not like the pretzel consistency or anything like that. Okay. Just like a little bit thicker. I don't even think it's as thick as a peanut M&M. What? Yeah. So, all right. uh, I'm going to do a cross-section bite first. Inside looks almost exactly like a normal M&M. Maybe like a little slightly different texture in the middle. I'm going to eat like another one of these full so I get like an actual flavor opinion. Okay. So... First off, I think if you hadn't eaten an M&M in a few months and someone handed you one of these, you probably would only just think they're slightly off normal M&Ms. 
But knowing the context and what they actually are, I'll say this. They taste like normal M&Ms with maybe like a little bit of frosting flavor thrown in there. Just a little bit. Not overdone. They're very close to normal M&Ms. But I kind of like it. Um, maybe it's a little richer. It's not quite the dark chocolate M&M's, but like it's a little richer than the normal milk chocolate. And there's kind of that sweetness of frosting added in. I think they're pretty good. These ones might be a little harder to like munch on than normal ones just because they're a bit sweeter overall. But yeah, I think they're pretty good. I'm curious. Have you ever tried brownie M&M's? I believe I have. But I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Uh, why? What Are you asking for a comparison? Yeah, because brownie M&M's sound very similar to what you're describing. Um, I don't remember, to be honest. I'm sure I have. Um, the thing I'd say, I'd imagine these are a bit sweeter than those. Yeah. I mean, overall, they're pretty good. I definitely recommend them. I don't think you're um, missing out on a ton if you don't try them, just because they are um, pretty similar to regular M&Ms. But like, if you find them in your store, you know, like a week after Valentine's Day, and they're super cheap, definitely pick them up. Yeah, that's my beard to table. Well, thank you for taking your beard and firmly planting it on that table. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. And now, Connor... Let's talk about you. Um, in this week's Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. But yeah, this week, Connor, I watched the first two episodes of the Netflix original show, You. Yes, Y-O-U. They made a show about me? They did. It's all, it's called, it's really called in like parentheses, Connor Dodge. That's neither here nor there. Let's talk about you. What do you What do you want to know? Well, first I want to know why I haven't seen a single check for the uh, royalties. Well, it's probably because they're stingy and they have some pretty good lawyers. Hmm. Well, I want to know, though. Sure. Tell me the premise of this show. Okay. So, the, honestly, the show's a little yucky. Um, wow. Yeah, the main character who, like is narrating the show and you're following is following another woman uh the 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 main character's name is joe and he uh he seems to take interest in this woman who lives near him in new york city and that interest slowly become or not slowly very quickly becomes into an unhealthy obsession and you kind of see the lengths that he goes to um make her his yeah, that's like the main premise of the show. Oh. Yeah. So is he like creepy stalker? Yes. Oh. Yeah. She she's not aware of it at least through those first two episodes. Okay. And how does she react after the third episode? Well, I, I've only watched those first three, I think. Uh, she uh, still doesn't know. So at this point, actually, I mean, whatever. Spoilers for you, just as in every rapid fire. Um, they they begin dating, or at least seeing each other. He is like, he is a stalker, but he... I'm not trying to like glorify him or anything, uh, but he is a very... I don't know, socially apt person. So he is like working his way into her life and trying to make it natural. And it's working so far. Like they've gone on a few dates at this point. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no, indeed. <laughs> so has is this like a comedy series? No. Um it's pretty I don't know. This weird. This first season is really weird because this was originally a Lifetime original, and then it was bought out, or they dropped it, and it was bought out by Netflix, and they did the second and third season. So this season is kind of like a little. I don't know. There's something off about it, man. <laughs> it's it's just like a little too out there. 
it's definitely supposed to be a serious drama, but sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's a little ridiculous. Are there any cool side characters? So far, there's one. Uh, there's this cool kid that lives in his apartment complex, and um, I think his mom is either dating some jerk or is married. Like He has like a stepdad who's a jerk. And they're always fighting or doing something, so he's always, like, hanging outside in, like, the stairwell. So, like, the main character, Joe, will talk to him a lot. And Joe works at a, um, a bookstore, so he'll bring him to the bookstore. Or I think maybe it's a library uh, that also sells, like, it's kind of a cross one. I don't know. But um, he brings him to the uh, the bookstore a lot, and they hang out. And he's he's a pretty cool kid. Big fan of him. Everyone else is kind of trash so far. It's mainly, like, the main girl's friends, and none of them seem cool. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Have you, uh... At least laughed once? I've definitely laughed once, but I don't think they intended on it. Oh, no. No, it was more like the situation he got himself in. So, like, he kidnaps uh, the other guy that the girl has been talking to oh yeah it's like this whole thing it spiraled out of control and he even realized it but there's like this soundproof uh glass enclosure in the basement of like that bookstore uh it was for preservation's sake for like i don't know for the book like some ancient books or something like way back but he still has it there and he locked the guy up there like in there and um I don't know, that whole concept itself, I know that's dark, but it's just so ridiculous that, like, it's kind of funny. Um, but, anyway, there are two points in there that I wanted to talk about that were kind of funny. The first one was, um, they're at the store one day, and, uh, he, oh, he has a coworker that's pretty funny. He's just kind of, like, oblivious to everything, and I don't know. It's funny to hear him talk, but the, he realizes that the coworker sent the little the neighbor down to the basement to get some books for them, and he's like, "Oh no, he's gonna find the kidnapped guy," <laughs> and I'm just like, "That's so why 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 keep him at, at your place of business? That's just so stupid." <laughs> um, but then the second one. <laughs> Uh, I think it was the second, or maybe this was the third episode. Uh, the main character is doing stuff all day, right? And he gets home late at night, and he realizes that he he's not trying. He hasn't been trying to kill the guy he kidnapped yet, right? So he's been doing all this stuff all day. He goes home and realizes, oh shoot, I forgot to like feed the guy. So he like goes back there, and the guy is like tried to claw out the ceiling because it's not like a glass ceiling, and like half of it has fallen down already. And it was just kind of funny. It was like, oh, I forgot to feed my pet kind of thing. Um, oh, God. Yeah, it was, it's very dark. But, like, the way they, the way it's actually, like, produced is kind of humorous. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, you can find some funniness in the darkness of it. I don't know. In poor production. So, when he stalks this girl, like, are we talking? He, like looks in the window and watches her sleep or yeah so he watches her do like everything her one of her character flaws and he points it out because he like very much isn't just like he's obsessed with her like completely like everything about her um one of her big character flaws she lives in the middle of like new york city and she leaves all of her windows like fully open oh well not not the windows like the blinds and stuff you know, so like oh. she'll walk around like basically naked and stuff sometimes, and it's like what like you know. Anyway, so yes, he has seen a lot of stuff, but he also like follows her around outside sometimes. I I think he did that at first. I don't think he does it anymore, but it was him trying to get to know everything about her routine and stuff like that. Super creepy stuff. Again, I don't even like talking about it. It's just so uncomfy, you know. Like I felt, I felt so uneasy watching this whole thing so far. Does the show show how like he first became obsessed with her? It was literally just an interaction they had in the bookstore. Oh yeah, um, he he like I guess he he kind of is like a people watcher anyway, not like the stalker esque, but like 
you know, like you're in a public space and you kind of look around to see what people are doing. And um, he like set his eyes on her and he was very interested in what like what books she was looking at. And then he kind of developed a personality for her in his head. And yeah, it got got out of hand from there. Charming. Yeah, not not so much. We don't condone stalking or this obsessive behavior on home cooked small talk. We do not. Yeah, and I'm looking at you, Coral. Whoa! Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's that's a hearty accusation. I I resent that myself, Coral. <laughs> uh, any other questions about you? Uh, no, not off the top of my noggin. Cool. You kind of completely threw me off with that premise yeah it's gross um oh it's very popular show and um i don't know if you remember oh no because you had already graduated my senior year for one of my poetry classes i we had to write like a chat book and i actually wrote mine from um uh, like a fictional one uh, through the perspective of a stalker and i hadn't even heard of you and everyone's like watch you for inspiration i'm like no that's <laughs> that's not what i want to do uh anyway so i was looking for something to watch so i finally did and yeah i don't know if i'm gonna continue with it i i mean if you like those kind of like ridiculous dramas it's definitely gonna feed like fulfill like satisfy that need for you but it's it is yucky it it feels gross the whole time i feel violated just hearing this yeah it's it's not a lot i i mean it is a lot it's it's gross but let's move on. Let's get let's wipe that off of ourselves um, with our next rankings. It's ranking, and we got some exciting stuff this week, Connor. It's twenty twenty two, a twenty twenty two, and to celebrate, we're gonna list our top two thousand twenty two most anticipated games of the year. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're we're gonna be ranking our top ten most anticipated games of twenty twenty two. Uh, this caveat, this includes games that are projected to release this year, but don't have a release date. And also, um, we're assuming half of the, at least half of these games will get delayed. So, but we have our top 10 and then I got a few honorable mentions. So if we match up on any of them, I will just read one of those instead. So Connor, why don't you give us your top 10 first then? Okay. So. Starting off with number 10. Number 10. I am I highly doubt this game is coming out this year because it hasn't got a release date. But I'm putting Fable 4 up here. Ooh. Yeah, I also don't think it's coming out. But that that's a smart one. I like that pick. Yeah, I, I just really like the Fable games. Fair. They're good. I recommend them. Number 9. I'm doing Dying Light 2. Okay, yeah. I haven't played Dying Light 1, but I've heard good things about it. I love Dying Light. So, maybe I'll try it out before Dying Light 2 comes out. You never know. Yeah. It's usually on a pretty good sale. Number 8. This is an older game, but it's getting ported onto the Switch, which made me aware of it. Outer Wilds. Yeah. This looks like a very cool game. It looks very cool visually. You're essentially an astronaut, and the world is going to end in 22 minutes. But every time the world resets, you go back to right where you started, but you still have everything you found and all the knowledge you unlocked. And you're essentially trying to delve into why there's a time loop right here and how you can prevent the sun from exploding. Yeah, this, this is a really cool game. I played it a little bit on Game Pass. Yeah, it looks interesting. It kind of looks like a game, though. Kind of like uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, where you really can only play it once. Because you lose all of the... It, the discovery of what happened is the whole game. Once you find out what happened, you could complete the game in five minutes. Mm, yeah and they they actually just put out a um, expansion like a full-blown expansion like almost basically a sequel to this game this year or in 2021 i should say and that was supposed to be incredible too so if you like this then got even more content for you it's supposed to be completely different as well yeah 
coming up at number seven. I don't know if it's coming out this year. We've only seen a super brief trailer for it. Avowed. Ooh, yeah. I really hope this game comes out. (laughs) (laughs) It looks really cool. I only saw a one-minute trailer for it. I don't know what the premise is, but it looks like Obsidian meets Elder Scrolls, and I want it. Yes. Number six, I have this game called Weird West. Oh, okay. Have you seen anything for this? I think I saw the initial announcement for it, but why don't you tell me tell me more about it? So I think the premise is your hus your character's husband and children were murdered, and now you're just a woman wandering the wild west for vengeance. Oh, cool! And it's kind of one of those top down games where it looks a lot. It actually reminds me a lot of the original Fallout games in regards to style, mm-hmm. and. It's really cool, too, because you have the option of how you seek your vengeance. You can just wander the wasteland and shoot everyone with a revolver. Or you can use a bow. Or you can just sneak up and knock everyone out. You can use magic to just burn people. You can turn into a werewolf and eat people. Nice. You just have all sorts of different options to just spread your chaos across the Wild West. It looks so interesting. That's really cool. Coming up at number five is Vampire the Masquerade 2. Oh, that's another bold this year one. (laughs) Well, it was supposed to come out this fall, so... And then the spinoff Battle Royale that was supposed to come out before that got delayed to this summer. (laughs) So, yeah, you never know. Ah, this this game looks really cool, though. Yeah, I'm optimistic. Maybe they will, maybe do a remaster of the first game. You never know. Coming in at number four, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Yes. Why hasn't this come out yet? It's just too good to come out. The world's not it's ready. It doesn't good. deserve the, it yet. The world's not ready for the majesty that is going to be this game. Yes. <laughs> Alright, number three, the Saints Row reboot. Okay. I'm optimistic. It looks good. Completely new setting, complete reboot, fresh story. Looks like they're going for a little grittier game. And I love the trailer they showed for the supporting cast. I mean, a big tough guy that loves to bake. What's not to love? And I think this game is especially funny with the timing. Like, they got to stop delaying it because they're in their perfect lane right now. GTA is probably two to three years out. Um, But I'm telling you, the second that GTA 6 trailer comes out, no one's going to care about this game. (laughs) So it's like, they better put it out this year because it um, it looks good. I want it to get the recognition it deserves. But if they wait much longer, it definitely will not. Number two. Pokemon Legends Arceus. I only have to wait two more weeks for this one. So close. We've talked about this one to death. Yes. (laughs) We'll we'll probably talk about it to death in about three weeks from now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to move on. (laughs) Number one. I need a drum roll for this. (laughs) Starfield. Whoa. It's finally coming out maybe (laughs) don't do that to me todd i mean todd even in an interview a few weeks ago said we're shooting for november 11th (laughs) don't do this to me todd uh connor i really hope so if they delay it it had better be to make the most amazing patch possible that makes no bugs happen well that's not gonna happen oh but, yeah that's bold coming from someone demanding that of or bethesda but still <laughs> and so starfield is bethesda's big sci-fi space game yeah for those that don't know um yeah you barely know jack diddly do about it really good concept art i'll give him a thumbs up on that it needs to drop I need it because as soon as it drops, that means Elder Scrolls Six is one step closer to my hands. Yes, it's one little micro step closer to being <laughs> here, coming to its loving home. That was also the funny thing about Avowed that I wanted to talk about real quick. 
was everyone was like, okay, you know, Microsoft bought Obsidian. And because they couldn't get in their in people's heads, it was because they couldn't get Bethesda. They had Obsidian working on Avowed because it's like, fine, we'll have our own inversion of Elder Scrolls. And then they just bought Bethesda as well. <laughs> so it's like, well, I guess we'll also actually have Elder Scrolls. Which I'm not complaining. Yeah, which is rumored to be a Microsoft exclusive now too. So like, that's even funnier. But anyway, I digress. I like your list, Connor. What I'm really excited about is that we only had three overlaps. What? Yeah. And I loved your list. There is nothing on there that I'm also not looking forward to. So, all right. I'm, I'm ready to give my list. Are you ready? Present. And I'll, I'll say this to start off. I'm very proud of myself for not putting any of my sports games on there. Because realistically, MLB The Show 22 is my number one. But it's not actually. <laughs> so, it's not on the list. Don't worry about it. My number 10 is an indie darling, uh, Little Devil Inside. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, This game follows the professional and personal lives of explorers searching for monsters and supernatural events in 19th century inspired world. Sorry, I just really like the art style and like what we've seen of it so far. I couldn't tell you any of the plot, so that's why I looked that up. (laughs) But this just looks really cool. Something about it just got me very interested. So that that is my number 10. My number 9 is our first um, crossover. It is Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Yeah, so I won't talk about this much. This is um, a completely new game. They're not doing just like a remaster of the Lego Star Wars game. So super exciting. But so I will replace that with one of my honorable mentions. I'll, I'll just do them in order. Uh, my first honorable mention is Evil Dead the game. I just love I'm Evil shocked. Dead. I don't even think this game is going to be very good. But, yeah, looks fun. I, I'm shocked that this didn't make your list. It's just, I'm not a big fan of, like, asynchronous games. And I know they're adding the single player to it and everything. But I'm just not sold that it's going to actually be good. I'm just, I'm more excited for the IP than anything else. So, that's why it was on my honorable mentions, at least. My number nine, or, sorry, my number eight is Hogwarts Legacy. Every every time there's a rumored event, this is on the rumors to finally get the release date. Um, a big uh, RPG set at Hogwarts, sign me up, baby. This sounds great. Looking forward to it when it finally comes out. My number seven is Horizon Forbidden West. I keep forgetting this is coming out like a week or two after Pokemon Legends. This is crazy. I loved Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. I don't think this is a day one pickup for me, but I'm very excited to try this out sometime this year. First game was gorgeous. This one being set in like a post-apocalyptic San Francisco is just really cool. Uh, the water looks amazing. I don't know. I'm excited for this game. My number six and our second crossover is Pokemon Legends Arceus. As I've told you, my hype train is starting to chug along. I'm getting ready for this game. So to replace this on the list, I'm going to put Gotham Knights. Uh, I, this is a game it would need to get pretty good review scores for me to actually check out. I just really like um, all the Batman games, and this one seems a lot more closer to formula than the Suicide Squad will be. So it's, it has my interest at heart. My number six, Connor, and this skyrocketed recently, is Kirby the Forgotten Land. Did you watch that last trailer that came out like with the release date in it? I did not. Dude, uh, look it up after this show. It looks so good. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited. They've kind of kind of narrowed the focus in. So I think the vibes are less uh, that it's going to be a Breath of the Wild clone now, which kind of makes me excited. I, I think that that was too large of a scope for a Kirby game. Uh, <laughs> it still seems like it's going to be a large, like, open areas. But uh, the scale is going to be a little bit smaller. It looks really, really cool. Uh, my number four, is, and this is a very hard if this comes out, is Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, Nintendo currently says this is coming out this year. Uh, show the date then. I don't believe you. But 
uh, Breath of the Wild, while it might not be my number one game of all time, it is a lot of people's, and it was amazing. Very excited to see where they're going with this. The trailers have me intrigued. So yeah, Nintendo, show me what you got. Um, I want to see what you got. Yes. My number three and our final crossover is Starfield. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, if this actually comes out on 11.11, I'll be through the roof excited. This is probably when I'll be able to start diving deeper into games again. Uh, and this will be a perfect one to start that off with. Uh, so to replace that one on my list, let's see. We already talked about Dying Light 2. That was on my honorable mentions. But I'll mention my last one. Is A Quiet Place, the game. Uh, recently, in the past month or so, they announced they're making A Quiet Place video game um, set in the same universe as the movies. And that's all they've really said about it. So just the IP alone uh, was enough to put that put it on my honorable mention. My number two, Connor, is God of War Ragnarok. I loved God of War 2018, and I am so stoked for this game. I know it doesn't look like it's... It looks less so as a full, full-blown sequel as most games do. But more God of War is more God of War, and I love that. So, hope that also still hits this year. And then finally, Connor, I think you can guess my number one. I've talked about it a lot. My number one game, uh, anticipated game of 2022 is... Wait, could I have a drum roll? Is Elden Ring. And it comes out next month. Bring on the hype. I'm so excited for this. I love FromSoft games. I love them torturing me. I am ready to be broken so badly. So I'm I'm very excited. Connor, I loved our list. I'm so glad we covered so many games on that. I, I feel good. I feel good about this year in video games. It's stacked, in my opinion. Assuming nothing gets delayed. Yes. Knock on wood. Nothing gets delayed. But with everything on the table, are you excited? Yes, sir. Yes. 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 And um, obviously, if all this stuff comes out, we'll have content to talk about. So that's always great. Content. Content. Feed us. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know, Connor. I'm very excited for all this stuff. Uh, but we don't want to get too hyped right now because potential for delay. So I think it's time to drop the subject and move on to this week's Half-Baked. up it's taking forever Ooh, i know finally connor i have no idea what what are you what are you doing this week well sir this is a little unorthodox uh-oh and you know sometimes they write a hit song and it ends up kind of entering the public consciousness is a popular song but th- that song was actually written for a movie oh yes well i'm gonna be humming some tunes oh gosh and one you're gonna you're gonna get points if you can tell me like what song it is and you're also gonna get points if you can tell me if it came from a movie or not accurately oh man okay so uh-huh. you should get up to two points per question and there's five questions so you can get up to 10 points okay i'm not confident in this at all but i'm i'm ready all right your first one (laughs) oh um i don't know the names of all these old songs (laughs) um Jeez, which means I don't know the artist, but I know the song. Um, I'm I'm not gonna get this one, man. Okay, and do you want to guess? Uh, I mean it's a fairly old song, so I'm trying to think of what movie it would be. I don't think it was a musical movie. Um, no, I'm gonna take the L on this one, man. 
So that is Once in a Lifetime mm-hmm. by Talking Heads. Yeah. And okay. they just wrote that song. It wasn't for a movie. Oh, I forgot if it was a movie or not. Like, yeah, if it was written for a movie. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's fine. I wasn't going to get it. I knew the song. I just didn't. <laughs> I've heard it before. <laughs> that's that's about as far as I went. Okay. Jeez. All right. All right. <laughs> Number two. Took me a minute to figure out what the tune was. Number two. (laughs) Can you go more on that? Or. I have no idea what song you're humming. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Wannabe. This is Wannabe, right? By Spice Girls? No. No? Okay, I have no idea then. St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, God. No, yeah, see, I don't know, man. I'm not going to get any of these. Okay. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, and that was for a movie. Yes. Okay, cool. Do you want to guess the name of the movie? I have no... I'll give you I, another point. It was just a guess. Um, um, Caddyshack. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just naming movies, man. I have, No, I have no idea. So, the name of the movie is called St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, well, uh, okay, great. Ah, man, this is going to be tough. All right, well, I have one point, one of four. Okay. Um No. Go on do it one more time. <laughs> yeah i i have no idea i don't think i'm very good at this (laughs) uh do you want to guess if it It, this was not from a movie yes okay Okay, cool (laughs) so you got a point right there cool what is the song man (laughs) the chain by fleetwood mac oh god yeah i don't even know these songs (laughs) i knew the first song (laughs) And I didn't even know what it was called. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's keep going. Let's peel the band-aid off. <laughs> uh, one more time for me, please. I, I, I don't know. But this is from a... Oh! No, I don't know. Uh, this is from a movie, though. Yes. Okay. I, I don't know the song. It's Moon River. <laughs> I would have not got that. I and do know Moon River, but I would not have gotten that. Oh, man. It was from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh. Wait. Okay. That, But that's not from that... Moon River is way older than that. It was written for what? that movie. Really? Yeah. What? No It took way. on a life of its own after the fact. I thought this was way older than that. No. Huh. I found that out like three hours ago. There's no... Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That blows my mind. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, let's, let's go on to number five. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I feel like I'm so close. This is not from a movie. Uh-huh. Uh that's right, that's right. 
Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, can you sing it like a little more of it or would that be too much? <laughs> yeah, I don't know it. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I'm so bad at this. The humming. I can't. This is clearly a weakness of mine. I'm laughing, Morgan, because I just hummed your own song back at you. Yeah, I can't do that. That's like, that's, <laughs> humming doesn't do that for me. Well, you said, <laughs> oh, duh, it's doo-doo. Okay, I got it. I didn't hear it at first. It didn't connect. I didn't connect. Okay, yeah, that, okay. Well, it's doo-doo remix by Captain. Uh, original song is, um... Doo doo by Tor- um, Troyav. There we go. Bam. <laughs> oh man, let's forget about this one. I got four points though. Ouch. Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. Um, clearly, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Oof. Um, can you reward me with some desserts, please? Uh, well, we're going to have to talk to Dolly on that one. Uh, go for it. Okay. Uh, time for desserts. Desserts. Okay, Connor, you go first this week. You've earned it. I have not. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want the... What's the word I'm looking for? Do you want the f- fun one or the crazy one? Ooh, I want the crazy one. So, Tim Allen is playing Santa Claus again. Yes! Yeah, Disney Plus. As of yesterday, greenlit a new Disney Plus TV show where Tim Allen is going to reprise his role as Santa Claus. He is. Are are you excited about this? What do you think? (laughs) Well, the first movie is very good. The second one is okay, and the third one... Martin Short's in it. Yeah. So. Oh, you don't like Martin can... Short? Uh. No. I, okay, Martin Short is like the only good thing about oh, this Oh, okay. Movie. I thought you were saying he was the downside of it. I was like, oh. No, no, no. Like, the only notable thing about that movie is Martin Short. Sure. Okay. I Yeah, we're on the same page then. Okay. Okay. So, if they can recapture the magic that was the first and or second movie... Okay, okay, I will watch it. But if it's obvious, it's capturing the same energy as the third movie, no thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They haven't announced any of the other casting decisions yet, so I'm wondering if there's going to be any reoccurring characters or if they're somehow doing, like, a soft reboot of the Santa Claus. Bring me Bernard. Yeah, Twitter was enraged that Bernard has not been announced yet, and rightfully so. Um, I, I really hope he's back too. Yeah, I saw an interview with him a few weeks ago. I guess he didn't sign up for Santa Claus Three, not because they didn't write him into the movie, but because he read the script and thought it was so stupid. Wow, I mean that's kind of incredible. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't want to talk down on him, but let's say his role was. I mean, we love Bernard, but like, come on, <laughs> he should have probably just taken the money and done that. It's not like his character is the most integral part of the story. Look, all I'm saying, first movie, Bernard. Second movie, Bernard. Third movie, no Bernard. That's Look fair. what happened. That is that is quick math. That is good quick math. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to think about this. Uh, Disney has been very hit or miss so far, I feel like, with their uh, Disney Plus content. So it could go either way, which I guess is more exciting than just knowing it's going to be a stinker, right? True. So I guess that's something to think about. But yeah, Connor, are you ready for my story? I was between two stories, and then I had a, the deep fear in the back of my head that you had already talked about one of them on here, and I just forgot. So I went with the other one. <laughs> are you ready for it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Did you hear that two Los Angeles officers were fired for ignoring a robbery <laughs> to play Pokemon Go? 
this was originally going to be mine, <laughs> and then it occurred to me, it's highly likely you were going to do this one. <laughs> so I decided to go with Tim Allen. Fair, fair. But I had a backup just in case. <laughs> but yeah, this whole thing is a mess. This act- this incident actually happened in April of 2017, but the appeals court just went through on Friday. So both of the police officers were fired. Uh, but they had appealed. So here's the story, Connor. Uh, these two police officers, we won't bother with names and everything now, um, were uh, were asked to respond to a robbery in progress with multiple suspects at a Macy's in southwest L.A., but they failed to respond to the radio calls. And so there is an investigation done, and it revealed that the officers had heard the calls, but chose to ignore them in favor of uh, pursuing a nearby Snorlax in Pokemon Go. <laughs> you know, rightfully so. I mean, come on. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, <laughs> the, the best part, though, Connor, this story just keeps getting even better, though. Um because they had the going through all through the video of the dash cams and the inside cams to get all the all the de- uh, details for this report, and the incident, like the video system in the car, revealed that one of them planned to capture the Snorlax before the pair drove to a location where a Togetic was, and on arrival they both got the Togetic, so <laughs> they did it. They got both Pokemon. Um, and then <laughs> the recording that the car captured had the pair discussing the game. And uh, they, like, <laughs> minutes after the the call to response for the robbery came up, there was, like, um, <laughs> one of the officers alerted the other one that the Snorlax just popped up at, like, the address that they were going to. <laughs> um, and then, so, after they caught the Snorlax, the other... Uh, like they they were both like got him. Let's go get the next one, and they drove off. Um, <laughs> and then they they proceeded. The, these articles are so funny because they're they're um relaying all this information about Pokemon Go. <laughs> and uh, they they were arguing in the car, and they're like, "Don't run away! Don't run away!" <laughs> and uh, how they buried it and Ultra Balled the Togetic before they got it. <laughs> So they got the whole strategy here, uh, which is pretty great. And then the best part, the the end of this call, Connor, is one of the officers added, these guys are going to be so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, the robbery happened. They didn't show up. And, uh, yeah, they they got fired for it. They, they made up some arguments in court, and they were all thrown out. One of them was that they were in a public park, and it was really hard to hear. But clearly none of that was true, because they were in their car, and you could hear them talking and acknowledging the call. So, it was a bit of a mess. But yeah, I mean, my favorite thing is these, all these articles are like, uh, wiki sourcing Pokemon Go data. <laughs> and one of them, uh, I'm reading one from The Guardian, and it literally went to Bulbapedia.net, which is a oh Pokemon encyclopedia, to get a description of Snorlax. <laughs> and just a huge bipedal uh, dark blue-green Pokemon with a cream-colored face, belly, and feet. And that, It's also fat. Yeah, it's also very fat. But yeah, we love it. We love that they like had to do all this. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a police officer, there's a lot of issues going on right now. We won't make a stance on them here. But definitely don't, like, you can miss a Pokemon to help a robbery situation. Um, yeah, help the robber. Yeah, help the robber. Give him Snorlax. Uh, <laughs> help him file his tax returns so the IRS doesn't hit him for unreported gains. Exactly. I do love that that's the whole thing with the IRS is please report any stolen, like, capital. And people we do it. promise. Yeah, we won't report it to the cops. Yeah, we won't do anything. But, you know, what do you think they were drinking in the car while they were playing Pokemon Go? Waiting for this robbery? Uh, probably a hot cup of joe combined with a couple donuts. Wow, how stereotypical of you, Connor. You know, my parents for years pranked my uncle 
who is a cop by mailing him Dunkin' Donuts coupons <laughs> anonymously. Oh man, anonymously? That's so bad. <laughs> so he had no clue where these Dunkin' Donuts coupons were coming from until he actually read the fine print and realized they could only be used at our local location. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Well, hmm. I'm trying to think of what else because what time of day I didn't I close the article. It's like I wonder what time of day this robbery happened. But I don't know. Either way, they're drinking coffee, they're eating some donuts, maybe 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 they have some energy drinks. They're staying up. But you know what they're doing, right? Like what the purpose is of those drinks? To keep them caffeinated. Keep them caffeinated and keep them hydrated. So folks, stay hydrated. Drink your water. Connor, you want to send us out with the magic word? Please. Please and thank you. Waves! Huh. Well, I guess that is neat. Oh my god. Oh my god. Stevie, that feels so good. Feels so good. Do it harder. (laughs) Um, Hey, honey. uh, Who's Stevie?